0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services.
1: This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ram Vasudevan, the founder and CEO of Quizlex, a provider of alternative legal services. Hi, Ram, how are you? I'm doing very well, Ari. Thank you. Oh, it's a privilege. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Quizlex.
0: I'm a lawyer by training. I studied my law in India originally. And then I came over to the US to study and I did my MBA and my LLM from Cornell and Columbia. And then I ended up practicing with two major law firms, Sidley and Austin and Skadden for several years in New York City. I was an MA lawyer with Skadden before starting QuizLix on April 1st of 2004. The idea at the time was that QuizLix we would provide services that could be broken down into processes using technology, et cetera, but at a much lower cost and with greater efficiencies for legal clients.
1: The concept of alternative legal services is fairly common today, but how did you approach prospective clients when you started the company 17 years ago?
0: It was very new then because the whole concept that you could break down the work and have portions of work be done at lower cost centers or using lower cost processes was still relatively nascent at the time. The initial first five to eight years was spent almost entirely convincing clients that the quality, the security, how we do things would be consistent with what our clients would get from anywhere else in the world. If you look at it from a legal perspective, most of our clients, two things matter. One is obviously the cost, but the other is risk. So anything that you provide that reduces risk and reduces the cost would actually be attractive to clients and that's really what we were basing our services on it became much easier as the time progressed because once you start delivering on large-scale projects on complex transactions you build that element of trust and it's much easier for clients to refer additional clients and to give you back more work and that's really how we have grown
1: Back in the early days, the law departments and law firms looked very different. How has the group of folks that you reached out to in the beginning changed to match how those organizations are now structured?
0: the substantive aspects of the legal department are still fundamentally the same. But what has changed is with the development of technology and process sophistication, the way these services are being delivered now, whether it's by a law firm or by alternate legal services providers like us, using technology, using sophisticated processes, is definitely both complicated and simplified at the same time. So I find that the legal departments have changed to the positive in that you have the entire legal ops department has sort of grown over the last to 17 years. It was still there in some companies earlier, but now it's much more robust and there's a lot of analysis that companies do. Law firms have legal ops departments. So I think that's certainly professionalized the buying of services where in addition to relationships or in lieu of relationships by which it was primarily sold, it's also based on experience references and prior history in terms of who has provided what sort of services to what clients and what industries.
1: Given those shifts, how have your services
0: evolved? If you look at it initially, our service lines have more or less stayed constant. Meaning, from Quizlex we provide in three broad areas: regulatory investigations and litigations, corporate, which is like end-to-end contract management as well as M&A due diligence, then compliance-related services. But what has changed in these areas is one, the complexity of tasks that we handle. If I look at what we did initially to what we're doing now or the past four to five years to now, we have constantly moved higher in the value chain. We we are very closely working with the law department or with our law firm clients, where the time between what QuizLex delivers and what is ultimately used in the matter or in the corporate world has continually compressed so that it's quicker from a client perspective. There's a much better use of uh, technology and process now than what we saw earlier. So earlier technology is still evolving and I think the growth in the last five, six years has been exponential compared to before, as is the case with technology. But that has been instrumental in how the service delivery model has changed as well. But for us, very early on, I realized in Quizlet's, when he set up, several of us were from big law firms, but there's only so much you can do with the experience that a few folks have. Ultimately, you have to have extraordinarily strong process controls and sophisticated use of technology, whatever is best in the market, If you truly want to scale in terms of what you're doing and deliver services that are consistent, because at the end of the day, it's a tech enabled service. We may use technology, we may use service, but it is a service and for all service providers, irrespective of which industry you're on, it's a quality of what you do that matters.
1: How did you shift to adapt to remote work?
0: That was a pretty hard shift for us, because if you look traditionally at the ALSP model, at least in the offshore model, much of the work was done out of large execution centers. We have a very large execution center in Hyderabad, India, and then in New York. That's essentially where much of our work was being done. But fortunately, we had started over some time replicating the security, the infrastructure, and the setup that we had to provide remote connectivity and transfer over the same ability to our employees Primarily to cater to, you know, for example, for senior level employees or folks who may be coming back from maternity leave, where we are sort of allowing work from home in addition to work from the office, et cetera. So we had the basic setup ready, but then we invested quite a bit in making sure that was geared up just before the global shutdown happened. And we were actually able to very successfully execute the transition from the work from office to the secure work from home seamlessly to all of our clients. There was no major hitch throughout in the process and our clients were instrumental in supporting us. And it is essentially a partnership that we worked with our clients throughout. But I think the process, it is different working from home in a distributed environment, if I can call it that, is different.
1: What lessons did you learn and how have they enhanced client service? Much of the stuff
0: around quality in terms of the process controls, et cetera, we were able to adapt to that pretty seamlessly. There is some change. Obviously, there's much more reliance in terms of collecting and collating and analyzing the data when people are in a distributed environment, but those are the easy shifts that we were able to do. There are two areas that are tough, and I think that's true, whether it's Quizlex or, frankly, for any other company. The first is, if you look at our business, about half of our revenue are brought in or managed by our women employees. But we have found that at least my personal experience has been that the pandemic has affected the women workforce much, much more than it has the men. I don't know if that's politically correct to say that, but that's the harsh reality of it, because many of our women employees, particularly the senior ones who manage complex projects, they are managing team members of 100 plus teams and managing clients going through that, etc., play multiple roles, just as you and I do. We are dads, we are husbands, we are professionals in terms of doing that. But in some cases, particularly in slightly more conservative societies, at least for several of our folks that we have seen, it is more difficult to play that role once you're sort of co-working with your spouse who may also be working and you're sharing responsibility for children, the lion's share of which invariably still falls to the mothers. So we have found that that's been incredibly hard for several of our women employees. We've been trying to mitigate that, but there's only so much you can do when schools are still closed, et cetera, at least in India. The second area where I think the pandemic has been hard is that I don't think it makes as much of a difference for folks like you or for me, or frankly, for anyone who has spent five plus years in the office, because we have learned a lot in terms of building the basic relationships, et cetera, that helps. But for someone who's starting out their career, someone who's joining this year or has just joined in the last year or two, The office forms a crucial part of making those basic relationships where you can ask those questions that you may otherwise not feel free to ask. So I'll confess, I mean, when I started, I started actually with a major law firm. On my very first day, I was sent to a closing. And fortunately, I had a senior associate I was with. And I asked the senior associate when we went there, what is a closing? I mean, I was probably very stupid in asking that question, but the reality is I didn't know what it was because while I studied all the corporate law aspects, I didn't realize how it translated into a transaction. But that sort of a question and the help that you get form the relationship, I think those relationships are really difficult to form online. That is why I think going forward, there has to be a blend of both, and I think the office environment, while may not be necessary for all types of work for all folks, is crucial for building your years of experience and knowledge in the initial years of your career, in which way industry it may be. This is what at least I've seen and what we feel. I would suspect that it's true in many other industries as well, in addition to law.
1: I love your story about The closing, I also worked at some big firms and my very first closing, I stayed up all night and I came down to the conference room with a massive pile of paper separated by probably other colored sheets of paper. And I didn't realize that you should use one of those accordions to put all the different (laughs) papers in for signatures. And people are just looking, what is that giant pile of paper? And I thought, I'm sorry, is that incorrect? Because I'm ready to clean out my office if so. And it was a very funny uh, moment. And I would imagine that the junior professionals now, they don't even have to worry about that because that doesn't happen in paper form, even despite a pandemic. Not at
0: all. It's completely changed. To date myself, in the earlier days as a law firm associate, you would spend your Friday evenings making distributions, hard copy paper to like 100 plus people on massive deals. You don't do any of that now. It's it's all become electronic. You either use a deal room or it's by email. So it's just changed completely. But there are always things that when you review a document, when you review a contract, when you go through something, the interactions for the junior level, I think, is very important to learn. That's one. The second area is the more complex the projects are, where there is a tremendous emphasis on teamwork and team learning, because in some respects, human beings, in my view, we are like a hive in a positive sense. We work, we feed off each person's knowledge and energy. You can replicate that online to some extent, but only to some extent by building those relationships, especially in complex executions, complex projects, et cetera, doing it in the office or in a professional setting with other colleagues who are all driving towards the same objective. It just helps accelerate overall, meaning you bring the team knowledge up when you do that. That's another area where it is possible to do things remotely, but I think that's more difficult.
1: What changes that have been driven by the pandemic do you think will remain permanent?
0: The first change that will stay is that clients worldwide they realize that physical proximity is not required. It is possible if you have good use of technology and effective use of technology and strong processes, it is possible to get a lot of the work done very efficiently in a distributed work environment. That is there to stay. Second is the office as we used to know it before, where it would be like fixed hours in terms of people coming in, having an office or having a desk in terms of working. I think that will go through a fundamental shift. You may not require all the people in the office at the same time. There will be much more of a transferability of work and skills across horizons. That's here to stay as well. But that being said, a lot of the learnings that happen in the office, you will still continue to see that. So I don't think it's the demise of the office. I certainly think there are a lot of benefits to having the office, but it'll be a blended environment that is here to stay. Companies that are better at using technology, using process controls in terms of doing that will do very well post-pandemic because those are the skill sets that have cost many of the LSPs and many of the companies to survive in the pandemic in terms of adapting to the newer way of doing things and moving further up the value chain. Those values, which ultimately benefit the client, will continue on even when we move back to closer to what was before.
1: How are you planning to manage the return to in-person offices?
0: We are eagerly awaiting the distribution of the vaccines. Our plan is to start it back in a staged manner so that it's not overnight shift, but rather in a staged approach. We have already started in some respects. There is a small amount of workforce that goes to the office, into our execution centers. We have had core critical support throughout for some key projects and IT support, security support, et cetera. But we will start expanding that as the vaccines become more available.
1: Where do you see providers of alternative legal services headed?
0: There are a couple of changes I'm expecting. One is while we can still continue to call them alternative legal services providers, companies like Quizlex, the services will become much more mainstream. It'll become part of the execution legal ecosystem of law firms corporate legal departments and ALSPs and technology companies it will be an integrated approach. So some law firms may end up setting their own, some may have specialist ALSPs working, but the best of the breed will come together to provide the best solutions for the clients. Second is the ALSPs will start contributing more into higher stream, higher value bits of work. Because if you take any legal work stream, it is possible to break it down in terms of different processes. And generally, it's a 80-20 rule. 80% of the steps you can replicate using a combination of technology and process, but the remaining 20% you can't. So there will be the work that is allocated to the least expensive, but the most efficient way and the least risky way in which you can execute that. And ALS base will play a big role in terms of doing that because there's complex project management involved and technology will play a key role in that
1: as well. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ram Vasudevan, the founder and CEO of Quizlex, a provider of alternative legal services. Ram, thanks so very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or Ari AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.